Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. This is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. Today we'll be talking about Before the 90 Days, Season 5, Episode 12, Head Games. I thought this episode overall was pretty good. We're starting to see things crack. Well, I guess it's been cracking all season. I really enjoyed this. Anytime there is progress or development in the relationships, I am all for that. And I feel like I got that in every single relationship. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Okay. Whether it's good or bad, I'm getting some movement. Okay. I I guess I assumed good, but it's bad. No. Yeah, good or bad. (laughs) Now dive in. Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine are traveling to David to meet Jasmine's mom and sister, Liz. Liz didn't want nothing to do with this Liz shit. is trying to hang out. She was just chilling, like, don't talk to me. Don't put the camera on me. I'm going to be real quiet. <laughs> Did she ever speak? I think once to get her thoughts on Gino. Oh, like you're right. A yep. sentence. Maybe two. The mom is real, real intense. She's a strict woman and thinks a lot. She doesn't say she, a lot, she, but there's she, a lot she, on her face. You know how they say... You wear your emotions on your sleeve or something like that. She wears her emotions on her face. Yes, but also you can kind of see where Jasmine gets her intensity from. While her mom isn't yelling or anything, very intimidating. I feel like you could also say very opinionated. Yes. You know? The mom was cool. She was all right. I mean, she pretty much She definitely opened up towards the end. She was pretty much every viewer watching at home kind of mentality. It's kind of had our thoughts of like, well, yeah, the age difference is apparent. And she said it's obvious. And then Gina mentions that they're practically the same age. Could be weird. Jasmine's mom immediately goes for the hard questions. She says the age difference is obvious and wants to know why Gino never had kids. And he simply says it didn't happen. There's not a big conspiracy here or anything. I feel like it's real easy for us to say, why didn't they say this or that? But a lot of the times I'm thinking, are these people clueless? Do they not have pretty decent set answers for these kinds of questions? Like, hey, why haven't you had kids? You could say, we just didn't get around to it. And um, those relationships didn't last too long, which I think eight years or so. Yeah, it was a while. You could say they just didn't last too long and uh, just never came about. We find out that Jasmine's mom is Gino's age and that Jasmine was born when Gino was about the age of Liz, Jasmine's sister. And then, like, the camera awkwardly pans to poor Jasmine's sister, who wants none of this. Age is nothing but a number. Wow, that's kind of the theme of this episode, I feel like. (laughs) And then we get to Ben, which is a whole mess, but later. Jasmine tells her mom that Gino will not take off his hat for prayer. Real annoyed. Honestly, this is all editing. Her mom responded in, like, three seconds. They they make it seem like this long, dramatic pause of a stare down. I like to think... Dun, dun. Dun, dun. I like to think that the little eye roll thing she did was genuine and for this situation. It was genuine, and then she's like, fine. But what that was she ha- I do? bet you it happened real quick. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> it was very quick. Not, But she still hated it. Yes. The way this man wears his hats really does annoy me. It's really stupid. Yes, because he wears it it's really far really back. really stupid. Because he needs max coverage. Just wear like a fucking regular hat, dude. Gino takes one bite of his food and asks... So Jasmine has had a lot of boyfriends in the past? Not really. Would you ask we, that? No. Would you, that's no. your sit-down question? Absolutely not. Of all the questions you could ask, or, you know, how's life? How are you? How's your health? <laughs> I don't know. Just anything other than, I guess, past relationships, especially since Jasmine already told him that her mom is super strict, that she doesn't bring men over. She said, <laughs> when she was a teenager, I had power over her. I did not allow her to have a boyfriend. Then turns to Jasmine and says, let's change the subject, please. Yeah, that mom is intense. I'd be scared of her mom. Oh, yeah. She has connections. No. For sure. Gino asks Jasmine's mom for her blessing, but has to have Jasmine translate it, which I thought was really awkward. It takes something out of it. Mom, he wants to know if he can marry me. Eh, versus, I almost think I would prefer a translation app. I love how Gino, we've seen other couples like Ben is one of the most advanced, like actually trying to learn the language. No, Mahogany's a pro. Well, we don't count her because she's an actor apparently, right? (laughs) I'm not counting her. But Gino gives no fucks and has shown no like actions towards learning Spanish at all. 
Yeah. Not that I can recall. Like he actually, just, yeah. He's me like, eh, you know, I'm not even gonna whip out a translator. Just, yeah, you know, hey, can I marry her? I think he's satisfied <laughs> that Jasmine speaks such such good English. He has no reason to yeah. learn Spanish. Yeah. So I, I do agree. It, it does make it a bit awkward and kind of you lose a little bit more of the the specialty of that moment of asking. And the mom is, yeah, I see what you mean. She's like, well, you know. Looks like you've already decided or made up your mind. So, you know, whatever. It's your choice. <laughs> yeah. And you could tell a lot of it is rooted in fear. So she's scared that Jasmine will end up alone in a foreign country. She's worried about what's going to happen to them because of the age difference. Honestly, a lot of it is fear. So I get that. Something I just, I keep picking up on is, which I do respect if this is the cause, is Jasmine really doesn't want anything about her children on this show. I appreciate that. And that that's cool. Because we see the but, total opposite. But it went, it went to the level of when her mom is speaking about her possibly going to another country, she doesn't even mention the kids like they're not fucking going with you. Or, you know, like this is like either that's the thought process or they just don't want to talk about that. I truly don't think the kids would go with her. There's no way that the dads would allow that. Yeah, it seems like from what we've seen in the past, like she's the most adamant of like just not including it seems like a day or two after this visit with Jasmine's mom and sister that they are just enjoying time in their local town in David. Jasmine and Gino are dancing on the balcony, and I cracked up. Gino said, Merengue? Who's that? I don't think Gino... I don't think a, he dances. I don't think he's a patron of the clubs. No. That's not his go-to. I don't think so either. You know what? Dance to the beat just, of your own yeah, drum. Just Who cares? His, his body moves in his own special way. <laughs> That's right. Gino calls his brother Tony, and I really appreciate that Tony told Gino to put his hat down. That's one of the first things he fucking told him. Yeah, like, right, immediately. Everyone is thinking this. Fix your fucking hat. I don't give a shit that you wear a hat. Why do you wear it so fucking high? If anything, it makes it look like you have a giant forehead. I really enjoyed Tony. He didn't make excuses for his brother. He said... That's a problem. That's not good. When Gino said that he had texted his ex and texted a picture of Jasmine to his ex. You you called him out for saying it was a long time ago. He absolutely lied to his brother's when face. it was like two or three days ago. Yep. He texted his ex while Jasmine was sleeping next to him. So he didn't word it as, oh, I was talking to my ex while my current girlfriend is taking a nap next to me. Yep. Yeah, see, it's... It's a lot worse. Yeah. The framing is very important. Tony does have his concerns about Gino proposing and says this is as good as it's going to get. Well, he was making the connection of if you can't sync up or enjoy yourselves on in paradise. Yeah. How do you think it's going to be when it's real life? We have great guests on this episode, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Well, we'll get into some more in a little bit. But yeah, great guests. Usman and Kim. All their scenes were super annoying. They were really quick, too. They were quick, but a lot happened. All annoying, though. Their section starts out immediately where it left off last episode. Usman is telling Kim about Zara and the fact that that was his girlfriend and he really did love her. He admits he was talking to them at the same time, but he says, if you remember, when I first started talking to you, it was only friendship. And then she goes off, how dare you keep this secret from me? Kim... She is sort of defining these relationships in a really skewed way. It seems like Usman, to his own credit, was pretty deliberate in saying, you are just my friend. You are he a called, fan. Yes, I was going to say, he called her a fan. There was never, yes, he gave you the attention you wanted, but he was pretty clear to my understanding that he always called you a friend. And the entire time that we have even seen him on this show, he has called you a friend. He has called you a potential there was never a relationship prior to, uh, what, two episodes ago? Well, she was even offended by, at some point, she probably told him that, you know, I'm not seeing anyone or whatever. And she just expected him to do the same. But you're you're just a, f a friend. And by that, just a friend you met online. I'm not going to tell you everything about my life, especially if I'm dating someone. I would be thinking... Why would they give a shit if I'm dating someone? This is yes. some random online friend. We talk about video games and what hobbies we're into. But she takes it as, you cheated on me. Yes. You cheated on our friendship, our love. I'm like, whoa, you're taking this way too extreme. 
Kim says this whole time she was putting in work and he was talking to someone else. She feels stupid for coming. She says if she would have known about him in a relationship, she would have never tried to pursue him. And I think that's a lie. That's totally a lie. She would continue to pursue him. She's full of shit. Also, you know, every time there's like a movie or something of like a um, a super crazy fan or like, you know, I'm the only one that could have you. Like, I'm yes. getting some vibes like that from Kim in this a moment. Little, a little bit. A little bit. It's not like you can only have me kind of thing, but just some weird like dependent, it, dependency style things. Not only, here's a big issue I have with her. It's very much so a possessive thing. You don't own this man. Right. Kim says, I came down here to watch you do a video about another bitch. That's crazy. Okay, but you weren't his girlfriend. What do you mean another woman? Yes, there's other women on this planet. I can't believe I'm going to say it. Usman's totally in the right. He did not. I mean, yeah, of course, there was some leading on because there's teasing, but he did not say that this was his girlfriend. Right. Well, she, and then she doubles down by being offended that he broke it off four months ago. Yes. And the speed that these folks work at, four months ago might be a lifetime. Well, I don't know. I just constantly go back to, well, you guys weren't together four months ago, so why does it matter? I don't think it should. And I don't think she should be so hurt by this. No. I can see her being annoyed because she absolutely loves this man. She will do anything for this man. So, yeah, things are more touchy, but... I think it shows the dangers of when you commit or overcommit to someone when they're sort of not at that level yet it can lead you in a situation where you could be hurt and actually just to tie this back to other shows we watch when for example um, ellie and i watch married at first sight some folks say i love you early on some folks don't and they actually do word it as like i'm protecting myself yeah i mean look at the state that kim is in like this this girl is hurting yeah because in her mind like this is not okay it's not a good situation Uh, she was cheated on she was cheated on even though they were just friends which is weird but she's now in a vulnerable position and she's been hurt yeah that's the dangers of sort of being just like so deep into this relationship very quickly it's like what positions it could put you in well it's all about expectation as well well i have pretty low standards for Usman, but (laughs) The fact that he was returning the MacBook and PlayStation. That's where I was just going to go. Holy shit. Usman had Slam T come with him to bring back the PS5 and the MacBook. That is like. He's pissed. Well, I know he's pissed, but like, wow. He just said like, I'm done with this and you can like take your shit back. I don't need your gifts. Yep. That goes back to the ownership thing. You don't own him and you don't. So here's the thing. Me and Leon, actually, during this episode, we paused and had a whole conversation about what does it mean to have a transactional relationship? We were talking about, is the transaction love and companionship? On this show, we see that being a whole other type of transaction. And this is almost part of the transaction. So she gave him the PS5 and the MacBook, and she gets a relationship out of it. So he's saying, I don't even want this. So I'm severing all of that transaction that even occurred even if i didn't realize it mm-hmm. yeah with this show i mean we were i was even questioning this whole thought of wording things as like transactions like when did this even happen like i don't remember relationships being termed this way but in watching the show i mean there's transactions all over the place right there's we give each other love money maybe, maybe somebody needs companionship someone needs money someone needs to get to the u.s or another country like there's all these miniature transactions within these relationships sex is a big one for 90 day and and the way i'm so used to it being framed is more of let's say someone is is putting a lot into a relationship their friends might say Mm -hmm. oh you're putting so much more into this relationship than you're getting out of it that's the way i was used to it being framed versus like a transaction well you mean it in the sense of love right well even even love being actions that you give to a person okay so like acts of service right things right like that. and then okay. like, well that person doesn't do anything like you're not getting the same back long story short it was just a lie i don't know where Honestly, you come from, I feel go like, from here i feel like he just had to go back to get pick up his shit <laughs> from the room <laughs> <laughs> so he's like well i might as well, well drop this shit bye off. yeah and she's already packing so was her flight like the next day anyway well they said that they were poking and it was like the last days yeah you know like oh she's like are we not gonna do anything like i'm leaving Okay, so maybe she was leaving the next day anyway. She said, like, she tried to deny the gifts. Like, I don't even have fucking room in my bags for this shit. I'm like, well, I'll just fucking throw out all those fucking Soldier Boy t-shirts. 
and you'll have fucking room for all laptops aren't big girl take it oh my god what if usman planned all of this he waited till the night before she leaves tells her all of this knows it's gonna piss her off he knows she's gonna break up with him boom why just to be on the show to be on the show Eh, a little bit more exposure to have sex Eh. i'm just saying everyone has a type get out of here i mean he put it off for a long time because he needed to sell it. Okay. You got to think of big picture. Okay. I just assume everyone's scamming at all times. <laughs> ben and Mahogany. Number one comment. They, they're putting a lot of money into these two people sections. Why are there always drone shots? I don't know. Someone's have, Someone on the crew is just nerding out on their drone. And Had they, TLC paid they for just, this. They just want to play with it. Like it was a new toy they got. The opening scene was a drone shot of Ben swimming in his pool. And then the drone drops down and it's him sipping coffee. I was like, this is a lot. Someone is some intern. Somebody is having a good time. They're learning some aerial shots, you know, some pan shots, some wide, you know, landscaping drone aerial views. (laughs) The dunes that we see. see? They're they're really getting their Why are they putting so much money and time? You know why? Because Mahogany is an intern at TLC. Ah, stop it. She specifically ordered this for her scenes. Ben calls his friend to tell him everything that has happened and kind of all the red flags that are starting to appear with Mahogany. Long story short, Ben says that he needs time to bond with Mahogany and then he will confront her. I'm not trying to bond with anyone that I have beef with. That I'm I'm trying to see if they're scamming me. Why would you want to bond with them? Why wouldn't you just ask them, hey, this apartment thing was kind of weird. What's going on there? Yep. Hey, can you look at these text messages where you say you want to have my children? Yeah, and why am I reading into that wrong? <laughs> am I confused? She does basically put it back on him later on. They meet up at the market later in the afternoon, and Ben is speaking Spanish, and Mahogany is answering in English, and they have a translator app out. I don't understand. It does really confuse me that it seems like her Spanish... Sorry, excuse me. It seems like her English is really good. Yeah. But... Some in some scenes though, it almost seems like it's to a certain extent, and then she doesn't understand. And he he feels like he has to whip out the translator, but then she ends up sometimes responding in English, yeah. which totally throws me off. Of like, is she like sixty seventy percent there? But to us, her like tone is perfect, and it yeah, English, I mean, also, but then there's really something she can't also analyze. think of like the slang we use and mm-hmm. how we conversate. It might be really fast. It might be really different. So. Honestly, I'm giving Ben shit, but like props to having this basically always on. Yeah, and he actually uses it. In he a uses good it way. so well. Thank you. So he makes eye contact with the person he's talking to. The phone just happens to be on. It's a normal speed, it's a normal tone, it's a conversation that is then translated. Then you There's got actually, fucking Memphis. I'm pretty sure they're just using Google Translate. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. sure. There I think there's actually a more advanced feature. You can't really use it on the show because It'd be kind of weird, like they'd need more equipment, but you could basically plug in a headphones and the person could wear like one earbud and the other one wears the other earbud and it basically does live translating That's as nice. you're talking. But they'd have to put like some kind of audio recorder. Like it's it, too it, much. Wouldn't, it wouldn't really work, but there is even like a better way to have a conversation. But TLC just wants them to put it on speakerphone. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got, yeah, you got to capture the audio. You thought her friends that they met up were actors? Actresses? Suspicious. Very suspicious. Why is everyone matching? Maybe they were just like, girl, what you wearing to be on TV? All right, let's go power power unit. We'll go together. Also, Uh, the girls looked older. They didn't look like their traditional age that Mahogany would have been in college where she met them. I don't don't know. know. I I feel like... I don't even think Mahogany's real. I I do love how... Did other people think she was an actress as well, Mahogany? Yes. Like, the entire internet. I, I do love how the internet was like this chick's got to be an actress there's no fucking way and then then the whole airbnb thing yes <laughs> so it kind of doubled down on that theory but i mean more, more than likely she's a real person these are actually her okay she's a real person well for yeah well yeah she's yeah. a human <laughs> yes she's not an android i'm not convinced of memphis but we'll get to that later uh-huh do you think this is who he was talking to hmm. i also think okay here's another thing i do actually yeah yeah for sure We'll get into their text in here. But also, do you think this is just like internet fun she was having as a young woman and it just I got too far? definitely agree with that. 
and more than likely, if it hasn't come out or he doesn't realize it, she's probably talking to more than one guy, dude. Well, that's that's highly likely, I think. One person could have been a lady. Could she a couldn't keep track of all the men she said that she would birth children for. Yes. <laughs> that's just such an intense thing to say to me. My favorite thing is that Ben, as soon as he meets Mahogany's friend, says, Anyone a man? But he meant to say, is anyone hungry? <laughs> they looked at him like, what? <laughs> but then, okay, we just gave him credit for using the translator app. And why didn't you use it? In this, <laughs> yeah, why in were you not instance? using it? <laughs> ben asks Mahogany's friend what she likes about Mahogany. It boils down to pretty much she likes how responsible she is. She's always been a very good friend and always responsible. Then we have Ben give Mahogany the most awkward side hug that she did not want, and he, like, forced upon her. Then Ben asks, Can you tell me something that you want me to know as her boyfriend? And they're, they're like, what? They're like, we just knew you as her friend that was visiting from overseas. Yes. No one ever said this was her boyfriend. Also, in some cases, I mean, Ben has looks immature in some of these scenes because. Absolutely. Why would you call someone your girlfriend if you haven't explicitly like asked them? No, I'm no. This the, the intimacy of these conversations. Well, I, I, come I, on. I get that. But like some folks would say, are we? um I know what you're trying to say. Uh, wow, we're both so stupid. <laughs> like, m- together, monogamous, like, right, single. Right, one person. Yes, why, why one? can I not think of that word? Exclusive. Oh, yeah, some people, if they don't say the whole, we're boyfriend and girlfriend thing, they might say, hey, like, are we exclusive? Like, I'm only talking to you in this way, in this manner. They might let you know. I feel like that can become a cop-out real easy. Someone can always say that, but... I don't know. It's hard to say because you're like, yeah, if you're with someone all the time, I think you know their expectation. But again, if that conversation isn't said and you don't say you are exclusive, I get what you mean. Yeah. I mean, how many fucking women has Ben saying, like, you want to have my children on the internet? Hopefully not many. (laughs) Ben asks in front of Mahogany's friends, who am I to you? She says, you never asked me to be your girlfriend. In his interview, he says that he has brought up marriage in the past. Well, he's brought up pretty advanced relationship yeah, topics. Children, marriage, life together. Big big life events. Mahogany says, he has brought up marriage in the past, but how was I supposed to know he would be just as serious in person? And this is where I get confirmation that Mahogany is a child. Yeah. Why, why would you assume that someone doesn't mean what they're saying? So, wait. Already, you can tell that her... Like many people, her online conversations, she doesn't view them as real. It's almost like mm-hmm. a play environment. Well, like she... a, like a Sims, if you will. I can just do what I want. I can say what I want, but there's no not much weight to it. No, she views it as I think a lot of people view it as that's a persona. That's not me. That's not my life. It wasn't your pictures either. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So it's not her. So. So already the fact that he is even there is blowing her mind because she's like, oh, he's not coming. Like he's he's not being serious. And he shows up. She's like, holy shit. Now we're talking about relationships. Oh, I thought you were kidding. Like, dude, I'm not kidding about marriage and having kids like this is what adults do in conversation. Not that fast. Not over the Internet. Not to a 22 year old. But right. (laughs) But that that, I get that. That, That's good. That's a good point. But when you're usually talking about things that are being fairly serious. And when someone matches that energy and matches yeah, the Yeah, and words. it seems like in the text that energy was being matched. Exactly. Ben told Mahogany he wanted to go on a trip with her. And I thought that was so creepy. And then this was going to turn into like a snapped uh, episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> Distancing her from her family. That's what I'm saying. You're isolating. Uh, no, no, no. Would that be considered predatory? I think this whole thing is predatory. No. Okay. I, I will take a seat. Yes. <laughs> I feel like the alarms are going off in Ben's head, but he just doesn't really care. No, exactly. He, I mean, at one point he says, I want to give Mahogany the benefit of the doubt because she's very young. And I wrote, yeah, that's the problem. She's lied to you multiple times about really random things. Uh, one being actually her age was, I guess, set off a huge red flag for you and you just didn't give a shit. Even your friend, you talked to your friend and they were like, whoa. 
that's a big problem. Like, <laughs> and again, I go back to, oh yeah, the two year difference now is a big yeah. problem, but the thirty year, the twenty eight year difference was okay. All right. Ben talks about how when they meet up tomorrow to go to the dunes, that he wants to keep it light and fun. But wouldn't the twenty two year old thing be a deal breaker? Like, why are you still trying when that was not what you wanted, or so you said? I would pay good money to see his ex-wife's reaction. Can you imagine his kid's reaction? Uh, all of them. That whole family. I would pay good money to see their reaction finding out that this this girl is 22. And that he still goes along with it and he's still pursuing her. That's the issue. He was correct when he found out that she was 22 and he left the apartment. That should have been it. You're on the next flight home. What are you doing? You cannot change her age. They're getting a little more lovey and it's freaking me out. When they were leaving the hotel to get in the taxi, they were holding hands. Uncomfortable. The dunes look beautiful, though. Look super cool. Yeah. At first, I was like, there's no way in hell I would do this. And then I saw it, and I was like, okay, it'd be fun. Yeah, it does seem pretty. They reached their destination, which I'm curious. Are they camping there? What is... It was like the most glamping thing I've ever seen. I feel like they didn't get a headshot interview of Ben breaking down this whole date setup. No, but they must not be staying because they don't have any bags. That's true. Maybe the tent was just for show and that's where they prepped the food. That that could, yeah, it could be. I was also saying like, they got to pack all this shit up here. That could be it. But damn, you got to set up like this whole big ass tent. It's too much. Too much. It's, it's a process. Food looked good. It looked like a cool date. But the issue when they sat down to have dinner, he put his hand on her lower back. He's being too extra. This, yes. man, this man of God, this man of Jesus. You're doing too much. He said that a little bit after the car ride to the destination. They sort of connected a bit more. Yeah, so in the car talking about religion. Yeah, like, did you connect more like you asked her to be your girlfriend and she said yes, so now you could hold hands? Like what? Yeah, what, I don't know. What was the depth of that conversation? During dinner, Ben asks what changed from when we were texting. She says, I don't know. You never said we were boyfriend-girlfriend. For me, it was just texting. Mahogany, in her interview, then says, it's normal before a relationship to talk about marriage or a family. So, like, pre-boyfriend-girlfriend, you find out if the person wants to marry you. Or or maybe... Usually that is dating. Yeah, usually you date someone and then you sort of you know, find out more things about who they are and what their values are and if they sort of line up with what you want. And then you say, well, hey, this is great to date you, but, like, we're not compatible yeah. like, long term. But she wants everything up front before, apparently. I think she's grasping at straws, but... Do you think she's ever had a boyfriend? Probably, but not a serious one. So she's like, it's kind of like the the waters are muddied a bit of, like, her experience. Again, kinda... she's so young. Yeah. It's very possible she has not had a serious boyfriend. She's just had a guy she went on it like to the movies with. Ben is talking about how he has been to therapy counseling and has worked on himself a lot, but that his ex-wife still has not forgiven him. Mahogany says, so Benjamin is perfect and does absolutely nothing. It's kind of, it kind of seemed odd that she turned it around on him, but I did like Ben mentions I don't know why she's calling me out at this moment where I haven't called her out on her shit. I mean, he didn't but say that, but basically he said it, that. That's basically it. But what doesn't make sense about that is he's fully in control of the situation and he keeps digging himself in deeper. He's saying they have to bond before the confrontation. Why? Because he's still trying to get a 22-year-old to fall in love with him. That's why. I don't think his family would be cool with this. No. I mean, they, they were already pretty much not cool So he talks about how his ex couldn't accept his children because she was so young, I assume, and she was not trying to be a stepmom. But what about if your kids don't accept them? Yeah. Has Mahogany ever mentioned she wants to be a stepmom to three children that are her age? Before you met her, you never video chatted with her. You never, you know, had those types of conversations. Yes, you've never even video chatted. Which means she's never talked with your children. No. Which... What makes you think she'd even be a good mom? We could say... That he is keeping it separate for now like Jasmine is. We could say that, but that's not the case. The case is because the kids have also confirmed when he gets a girlfriend, he completely ditches his kids. That's what it is. He's following the same pattern. Anything else? It was just a lot of cringe and I'm a, I just want him to stop touching her. Do you want to talk about the spoiler? Spoiler, skip ahead a minute and a half, two minutes-ish. There was a photo on Reddit that showed... 
Ben and Mahogany in a Peruvian mall with their hands around each other's waists without any cameras present. So just on their own looked like a date. Which... Not a good sign. Wow. Why? I don't know. Shall we talk about Jimena's boyfriend? Just real quick? Yes. Okay. Some information recently came to light about posts that Jimena's boyfriend has made about 10 years ago. Now, it crossed a line... And what happened after is very telling. And it's the same reason that Caleb's friend also kind of got the shaft, in my opinion. Your reaction to your past mistakes matter. How you decide to address it, the words you use matter. Like, let's say 10 years ago, I used a term that people now would be like, you know, that's not really a good term to use. It's kind of derogatory. Like a good way would say, I was really young back then. I mean, even if you weren't young, you could just say, hey, I was, I was younger. I was, I was a different person back then. I've learned a lot. I've had a lot of experiences. I've, I've learned a lot. I don't use that that terminology like in my vocabulary. I don't do this action anymore. I'm a different person, you know, and I apologize for what I was before. Like, I'm not, I'm not happy reading this stuff now. Like, that's, that's really not cool. That's kind of like a sensible reaction. I think that's what people want. And instead, these two people have decided to dig their heels in deeper Come up with excuses instead of just saying, hey, I did this. I fucked up. This is not what I believe in. So that's the issue. It really sucks. I think there is something that a lot of people are saying is, well, we're not surprised. People that go on these types of shows are trash people, but that shouldn't be an excuse. Like they're saying normal, like well-rounded people are not going to sign up for a show like this. That's fine. That's true. But it went too far. And the action after is just really telling. Do you think this will lead the showrunners to sort of have either a young intern or whoever it may be to be like, you need to do like a years long dive on their social media? I don't think they will because they won't put in they won't put in that work. Yeah, to like weed people out. Yeah, that doesn't matter. They won't do that. But I don't understand why people themselves don't just delete their social media or delete all posts. Like, why don't you just delete all posts or make them all private if you want to keep those memories, whatever. Or just... um. You can make that account private and make a new one for the show because you're going to gain some popularity yeah. from being I on just, the show. I don't know. I mean, like, cool, you're called out, but I don't know. I like to think that people grow and change, especially over a decade. But shit, if you can't even address it, have you? Eh. So, long story short, we're just going to cover this the way we did Caleb as well. We're going to refer to this gentleman as Jimena's boyfriend. I know it's kind of weird, but... Well, maybe eventually I, we'll refer to him as Jimena's ex. You're right. Just because we're ready, how many episodes into this, let's finish it out. Let's see what the story is. We'll probably hear, never hear from these people again. So let's just finish it out, but not give him the popularity is kind of my my reasoning for it. I yeah, don't know. I that's, that's that's how I came up with it in my head. I don't know if it's logical, but I think we'll just we'll just try it out for a bit and see how it goes. And yeah, if I'll, it's I'll stupid, be, I'll then be curious it's fine. if he. It's so close to the end of the season that I wonder if he'll get the same treatment as Caleb's ex. That's what I'm wondering because I assume she's not going to be on the tell-all or anything, but the tell-all could already be filmed. Right. I assume it is. Right. It would be weird to, especially if it's a group setting, it would be kind How of How would odd. you edit the conversations? Yeah. yeah, exactly. We'll just do this for now. Jimena and her... That's going to come up with a nickname right on the fly. <laughs> Jimena and her boyfriend. Their scene starts right where it left off as well. They're sitting in bed together. Jimena says that she does not love him. To me, there's nothing more to that story. I would just be like, okay, bye. Yeah, I feel like your boy is kind of... Huh, your boy. In denial or not denial, but just doesn't want to accept the truth. Um, He's probably got a lot of things going on in his head. Yeah. Jimena keeps saying that love is a very big word. But they've been saying the word for months now. So I don't know why you get to just decide now. She said loving someone takes a lot of time living together. But similar to Mahogany, she's grasping at straws. You're just going to say whatever you can to make it look a different way than it is. She was mentioning something about, you know, love takes, you know, a lot of time together, living together. I'm like, bullshit. You fucking spent like two weeks together last time when you were over the moon or she was said, so happy said yes to the proposal really like it seems like up to this point he hasn't done anything 
good or bad to alter your opinions besides denying a boob surgery. He watches her when she sleeps. Slightly if he, creepy. If he's done that multiple times. That's what I'm saying. If it's one, it's weird. It's like that incident I said yeah, with you. If, like if, you if, were like, stop it. If he's done that <laughs> multiple times, I can see how that could be creepy. Yes. And also someone that's just constantly on top of you. Like if he's consistently stopping eating when she eats, only eats when she eats, has well, to get up. her in different yeah, rooms. Oh, it's a little much. I'd be like, can you like go play on your phone or can something? Can you just have any life outside of me? Jimena's boyfriend says, let's communicate. And she says, later, I'm sleepy. Calls the boys into her room and sends Mike to sleep in the car twin bed in the other room. This dude. He's been banished. I don't know what you're doing this there. This dude. I would have been like, well. I'm Get a gonna, hotel. I'm just going to pack my shit and go. Yeah. You know, wish, you, wish you the best. I don't know what we're doing. Like, we're drawing yeah. out clearly what's to come. Then we hear from the friend, John. While John is kind of, of course, you're going to kind of hype up your friend in this situation. I don't think Jimena owes this dude anything. You're both adults. You made these decisions. No one's forcing you either way to do anything. We're using the word that you don't really like. It's transactional. He's getting, in his words, a hot girlfriend. He's having sex. He's loving his life with this woman. And she's getting her rent paid for and clothes and furniture. Not saying it's right, but this is kind of the agreement that even if they didn't... Yeah, it's exclusively kinda, it's kinda, say kind of dark when you word it that way it's like ugh. I, mean, <laughs> I know as soon as i say the the transaction word it freaks you out but i mean it's it's kind of what they agreed to even if it even if the words were not exchanged mm-hmm. it was the standard set john i i did like john he was a character and, and john he was, is always a character he was, he was pretty much <laughs> saying like bro all the stuff you're telling me i would be fucking out i would not be yes, here anymore what, she's fucking using you like, just be done with bounds. it Cut your losses. What are you doing? Nelsie, who is John's wife, is a great friend, by the way. Yeah, really good communicator. She is. Jimena's boyfriend asks Nelsie to be their translator. So awkwardly, they go to a public place so that they can talk to a computer and have a live translation. He says, um, we need some, like, sort of some space or some, like, alone time where we can, like, do this setup. Yes. So you went to a public place? They went to a public cafe. A lot of people? (laughs) <laughs> to talk about very intimate relationship issues. Nelsie is honest through the whole conversation, and she says that it does bother her that things were different before basically this trip, before yeah. they met. Yeah. When Nelsie asks, what do you like about your boyfriend? Jimena just states she, off things that she hates. She doesn't list a single thing has she likes. nothing. Nelsie said she just has one question. All the money that he has given you, it doesn't bother you? Jimena says, thank you. I worked before and I can work again. And then this is where Nelsie turns her. Little detective brain turned on. Things are gearing for, things are totally connecting for Nelsie. She's like, wait a minute. Jimena's ex. So she worked before you guys met. And then as soon as you were together, she wasn't working. Paying her entire way of living. Her entire livelihood. Yes. Uh, that's not cool. No. And the fact that old boy doesn't really didn't see that. I mean, obviously you have that whole. It's part of the transaction. The transaction. You know, she's my hot girlfriend. She wants to keep it, keep that idea going. We have to see him run next episode. I assume this is when it happens. I'm here for it. I'm ready. I've been waiting all season. That would be like the showrunners to show you a scene and you don't get it till the very end. That is very TLC. Anything else on them? No, I mean, I'm I just don't know what he's pretty, waiting for. I'm just pretty get out sure this isn't going to work out and no. they're going to break up and all that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's already theories out there and slight proof if it's true. Memphis and Hamza. The first scene of them is talking on the balcony and Hamza says he feels bad. You like problems, he says to Memphis. After this, they meet up at a cafe with a translator. And I really wish this was translator Adam. I miss him. So nice. This individual is a character, though. He is a character. He knew this was his his time to shine, and he took it. I also like how he tries to express the emotion in the translation. (laughs) And in his face and his hand motions, everything. The main topic that Hamza wants to discuss is Memphis's relationship with her ex and his role in her life. I get where he's coming from because he was mentioning, you know, I'm an Eastern man. Like, this is not normal for our culture. 
the fact that she still has a relationship with her ex-husband. Yeah. Um, just due to, you know, the, the, the children and co-parenting, all that thing, which to us, and I'm guessing a lot of other countries, that is a totally normal thing. I mean, it's uh, the goal. That, yeah, that's the goal. You know, maybe just in his community or his culture, it's just like not a thing. It's not a normal thing. It's kind of like if you get divorced, that's it. We are your excommunicado. I mean, we not, ain't talking. Not only that, but he has a perfect example of his parents and what he saw them go through. So I think a lot of this has to do with what he has seen as well. Maybe I'm thinking about it instead of it being more of a culture thing. It's more of his personal experience. I think it's both. During this conversation, Hamza brings up his fear of if they get into an argument or things aren't going well, that she will just go running back to her ex. That's a main fear of him. Memphis gets immediately annoying. The AI starts short-circuiting again, where the coding is wrong, cannot respond. She gets louder, yet slower, and says, we have to have a conversation about our children. Why does she think slowing down I, and yelling? Well, sort of, it's like yelling and slowing down is going to slow make, yelling is, is not make Hamza understand more. No, I no, just stop. The translator asks, "Why are you shouting?" And she says, "Because he doesn't understand." No shit, he doesn't understand it. Neither one of you speak the same language. Why do you think slower and louder will automatically make him understand a language? It's just infuriating. Every time it happens, every single episode, I cannot stand it. And she also acts surprised when Hamza doesn't like her yelling. She says, you need to understand that I have a lot riding on this, on marrying you and bringing you back to America. But she never talks about what he has writing on this, what he is giving up or how this affects his life at all. I didn't take it that way. I just thought that she mentions, I have a lot of writing on this, but I don't, I didn't really see it. I'm like, what do you mean? You, I mean, I, I get it. You're like a single mom, but you do, you, you know, no, admittedly, but- admittedly you co-parent, you have a career. Like it seems like you're pretty well off what you're doing. Like, what do you have writing on if you get married or not with this guy? She told her friends and her family that she's going to do it and she'll be embarrassed if anything other than that happens. Ah, so it's an ego it's thing. It's an ego thing. It's not, there's gotcha. really, she's fine. So she goes back and she's like, yeah, it didn't work out. Everyone's like, I told you so. Yeah. And that's okay. what's writing on it. It's not okay. anything. She would be fine I'm with herself. You. I'm with you now. He gets up, gives her a kiss on the forehead and says that she is a part of me. And that was so sweet. I love that. Hamza is taking Memphis to a rural mountain city, and he says he wants to show her how people used to live. Is is this like an area where folks are sort of still old school living? I was wondering that. So it's clearly like a ruins, mountainous village, but I don't know. Do people still live up there? There were like signs of people being there, but I don't know if it's kind of a touristy thing or people walk through it, you know, to get somewhere else. I thought it was cool. Um, he got real serious by changing into an all-white so outfit. So sweet. Got he, changed into an all-white outfit. He wasn't playing. Uh, Memphis was so corny in all of these scenes. She's like, uh, what's going on? I'm on and he's like, it's a surprise, baby. Well, he's obviously going to fucking propose. I love a proposal. The actual... I think he did it. He did fine. Her reaction even, was more annoying he, than, than anything. Something about her, I think, t- ticks us off. <laughs> It's the just, voice for me. It's the voice. But then you're like, uh, you know, will you marry me? She's like, really? Oh, you really yeah. want to do this? I'm like, I guess not. No. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Okay. So the voice in combination with her reactions. Yeah. annoys the shit out of me. But I'm happy for her. I'm happy they're, I'm happy they're I think happy it, I for her. I think it was just a buildup of her basically kind of forcing this guy to marry yeah, her. Yeah, that's what we saw all season. Really? I mean, he said he wasn't ready, and she... He's like, no, she we're got gonna, it we're anyway. Gonna, we're gonna get you ready. Yeah. Not a ton with them. Isn't that funny that we're just like, eh, they got engaged. But they were allegedly already been engaged for a while, so... Spoiler. We heard... I mean, there's no proof yet, so hold your breath. Wait. I thought there was like, like a child has been born. That's the thing. Is this child never been seen? The child's never been seen, and there's been no photos, but there's just a bunch of eyewitnesses, quotey airfingers, oh. of we saw Memphis super pregnant with Hamza out in public here in the U.S. Oh. But no photos. Everyone has a camera phone. Oh, damn. And she, he got over here quick then. Yeah. 
Why can't Michael be here? Wow. I'm actually kind of amazed that he's even been spotted in the Did US. I make that up? Was it over there and I'm saying it was here? <laughs> okay. You know what? This They've... isn't even a spoiler. This is just straight lies. <laughs> I don't mention any of this. <laughs> I heard on this podcast. Yeah, well, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, just don't. Um... You heard nothing. Just move on with your day. <laughs> on the next time on... Memphis and Hamza's mom are speaking with a translator about previous relationships and how it will affect their relationship, meaning Memphis and Hamza. Memphis is rude as fuck and it drives me crazy. She says that she will be as respectful as she can, but you're really kind of getting to me. I love writing R-I-L-L-Y. Makes me oh, laugh. really? Really. Really? Because on Sister Wives, they say it the same way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like... You're almost There's, done. Just, well, you're just almo- hold it together. Yeah, you're almost at the finish line, but I mean, come on. You're experiencing completely different cultures. You need to expect some level of force or some yes. kind of apprehension yes. to the things that are going on. You're going to be asked the tough questions. You're going to be put in uncomfortable spots. That's just life. That's ma- hell. That's marriage. Oh, girl, I know. Leon knows I know. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get put in the hot seat. I dealt with it. You know, you move on. (laughs) Then we see Ben complaining that Mahogany has checked out, but she has never checked in, so I don't know what he's talking about. No. Maybe he thought that one handhold was like, he was in. Nah, this girl's put up a huge wall. Yep. And he's put up the the awkward hand on the lower back. Oh, God, I hated (laughs) seeing it. So the ounce that she gave him... Allowing him to hold the hand, allowing the low back touch. He thought he was like in. That was it. We're getting married and having beautiful babies. I really wish he wouldn't. Good for her is for it, pulling back. Is it interesting? Is that mentality interesting that he's, you know, 52. He has fully grown kids. That are her his, age. But his first thought is like, I need to make children with this new person. Uh, it's too much. It's too much. Like, what if she didn't want to have... Well, I guess she said that she She said she will give him many children. It's interesting that he wasn't like, hey... I mean, maybe some guys just don't care. Like, I'm a little to be having kids because, like, I want to be a part of their lives and throw the football with Johnny. Okay, hear me out. He says this, and sure, yes, you'll have your other kids, but he's going to do exactly what he's done and kind of abandon his old kids. Well, I mean, especially when they're, like, self-sufficient or whatever. Well, yeah, but even when he just dates another woman... Yeah. They said that he's just not around. Never calls him anymore. Well, the, and Can this, you imagine if he physically had more children with someone else? No. No way. Um, I mean, he's also in a different country, so it's hard for us to say, like, he's sort of forgetting about his kids. I'm like, well, he's, like, in a totally different country, like, trying to explore. Like, he might not be reaching back out much. I don't give him any leeway, personally. That's fine. <laughs> But, hey, their storyline actually turned into something, and I'm glad that happened because he would have been one of probably the most depressing folks to ever come on the show. But it's actually turned into a storyline. But, but I don't some know. Folks I might, some, folks, some folks think it's fake. Which is I a, think it's, most it's, folks. Which is a possibility. And I cannot wait for this scene. Ella tells Johnny she invited a guy over just to cuddle, you know, casually. And they ended up having sex. And somehow, through this, she is the victim. You know, none of this would have happened if Johnny just fucking went to Dubai. He's like, his penis fell into my vagina. Yes. And it it couldn't have if I was in Dubai. So. That was the most powerful, I cheated on you, I'm the victim. Yes! That was like, what is wrong with you? Yep. And also, you have a... Just buddy, a cuddle buddy. You have a buddy on retainer that you can just call it a snuggle? Now. And you questioned, why aren't you just with this person? Yes. Okay, here's the thing. Have your cuddle buddies. Do that. But if the other person doesn't know and did not agree to you having cuddle buddies, you can't be doing that. No, you straight up cheated on them. Yes. Yeah. I highly doubt that Johnny was like, yes. It's funny because they decided buddy. to highlight that he's not into having an open relationship. Yes. It's interesting that they decided to highlight that previously. Now this is coming mm, up. Do you think they previously talked about having an open relationship? No, because in the way they framed it, it was more of if we're not going to start progressing this, like I'm going to move. I need to start exploring oh, other possibilities. Well, she said open. So I think she yeah. still might keep Johnny on that back burner. 
Maybe this is her, like, she's got Johnny's, her, like, Asian fling, and then she's got one that's, like, her cowboy American fling. I think she's all in on the Asian. We saw those wigs. We saw that katana. What if the cuddle buddy was an, was an Asian? Actually, would it be more offensive if it was? And Johnny's like, how dare you? I am your Asian prince. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Okay, all of the above is pretty bad, though. Like, no, you but, pick out any but scenario. I, but either way, shouldn't. yeah, the... I cheated on you. It's all your fault. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Girl, I'm in China. Like, what are you talking about? That's the problem. I can't wait. Maybe they'll give him a little bit more time. Maybe. But not too much. Then we see Jasmine receive a text saying that her tits will be all over the internet. And she thinks Gino is being a jerk with his reaction. This is really weird and vague. And who would do that? Since the only person that we know has her pictures is Gino and, and his ex. Yes. I don't think his ex cares enough to spread these pictures around. Unless you're weird and trying to get like a payday or something. Yeah, that's, I don't know. And it's weird. That's blackmail, girl. I'm about to call the cops <laughs> on your ass. <laughs> Jimena's ex is talking to Nelsie and tells her that Jimena said maybe they can work something out. Nelsie replies with, leave tomorrow. I feel like inside of Jimena's bay... His, like, lights are going off, like, ding, 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 like, what do I do? And oh, he's, God. he's pushing them out of the way. He's trying to reason of, okay, what? why should I stay? Should I stay? Yes, I should. She's so hot. Like, it's she like, could literally just be nice to him for 15 minutes and he would stay and pay the next month's rent. Oh, yeah. Oh, she gave him a little cheek kiss. Yeah. Oh, be, that would be your... Swoon. Swoon. Yeah, totally. So this must be... Where we watch Old and Away. It has to be. I've been waiting all and he, season. And he pulls his Paul impersonation. Yeah. I need to see it. Tama. I've been waiting so long. <laughs> He's just running away. Tama. <laughs> it fades into the darkness Adios. of the night. All right. Anything else? No. Good stuff. Good times. Excited. Uh, catch our next episode. Well, yeah. Catch our next episode <laughs> of uh, Married at First Sight. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good week. Take care, do something for yourself, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.